The Cure with Amy Cabo is brought to you by IMIC Research. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Safe space and to show that there is hope after going through difficulties, despite any suffering, no matter what type. As I've come to find out that no one is exempt from suffering at one point or the other in their life and they could still be suffering and it's okay we're here for each other I'm trying to use testimonies that could be helpful and I'm inviting professionals and inspirational speakers that can give productive suggestions as a survivor, I hope to inspire others, encourage transparency, and find strength in knowing that those who suffer are not alone, and those that heal against insurmountable odds do exist. And today, we will be talking about helping our veterans and those suffering from trauma. Our special guest is Welby O'Brien. Well-being is a respected expert on the subject of PTSD, divorce, She's and loss. O'Brien draws from extensive research and her own life experience to inspire those who have encountered the same struggles. And from her knowledge on the subjects, she offers hope to those in need. An authority on post-traumatic stress disorder, O'Brien's book, Love Our Vets, Restoring Hope for Our Families. For families of veterans with PTSD is for caregivers, families, loved ones, and veterans themselves who are struggling to survive the daunting wake of trauma. O'Brien penned this title after marrying a veteran who suffers as a result of his experiences in combat. Welby initiated and facilitates the national support network called Love Our Vets PTSD Family Support LLC. Actively involved in leadership and teaching for over 30 years, Welby has been a welcome guest on radio and television as well as featured in video productions. Welby, thank you for being with us. You are now on The Cure. Thank you. Well, we, it, it's, it's amazing that you, you deal with, with PTSD and trauma because that is such a high occurring, occurring theme these days. And a lot of, of people are dealing with trauma. And the, the thing with PTSD is that it can lead to a lot of things. Um, but let's start with, you have a background in counseling, mm -hmm. and yeah. you live with a husband who is 100% disabled. He's a 100% disabled veteran with PTSD. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about what PTSD and what may have caused it? In his particular case, um, he was a Vietnam combat veteran. And he had numerous traumatic experiences, um, some he's actually even 
blocked out of his memory, but enough that um, they've just been pretty much haunting him for almost 50 years. And it took him just about 40 years to realize that he needed to reach out for help. And so it was many, many years of not knowing what was wrong, what was going on. And I think that's one of the biggest problems that people deal with. If they can reach out for help sooner, help is more available. But that was the initial cause of his trauma. Well, in your book, Love Our Bets, Restoring Hope for Families of Veterans with PTSD, you explain that PTSD can affect anyone, not just veterans. How would someone know if their loved one has it? What are some of the typical symptoms, for example? Well, yeah, and that's definitely the case. It can affect anyone. And basically, PTSD is a result of exposure to an experience that's horrific or life-threatening. And what happens is the person becomes locked into emergency survival mode, you know, fight, flight, or freeze survival, and they stay permanently programmed in that emergency mode at some level for the rest of their lives. So 24-7, they live as if a trauma or an impending crisis could reoccur at any moment. And it totally overwhelms their ability to cope. So when something triggers them back in their survival mode, they have no reserve with which to handle it. So the good news is that they can learn to thrive again. And some of the symptoms that are typical to look for, if you're wondering if you or your loved one might have it, is anxiety, avoidance, depression, being easily startled, Fear, flashbacks, those flashbacks can come at any time. Hypervigilance, intrusive thoughts of the trauma, irritability, sometimes difficulty holding a job, memory blocks, nightmares, numbing, uh, sometimes outbursts of anger and other emotions. Sometimes people wind up with substance abuse and other addictive behaviors just to numb it. Relationship problems are often typical. Sleep problems, definitely putting up walls, withdrawing, and unfortunately, sometimes even suicidal thoughts. So basically, they're people who are reacting normally to an abnormal experience. And we just want, our message is just there is help, and there is help, and nobody needs to be alone in their trauma and just encouraging people to reach out. And, and there's so many symptoms of PTSD. You don't necessarily have to have all these symptoms. You can have three or four that could be very debilitating. So right. just just the model of what you can have. Exactly. But Everybody's situation is different, and how it manifests from one person to another is different, too. And so then what you're doing when someone has PTSD is that you're treating the symptoms. But PTSD in itself, is it something that can be cured? Does it ever go away? Um, that is still being debated. As far as I know, as long as there was an a trauma, an event that actually happened, you can't erase something from your past, as you know. You can't just erase it. 
So the fact that it happened, it will always be there, part of your life. It, there will always be reminders of it and triggers, which is the word they use when something just kind of sends you back to reliving that moment. So as far as I know, there is no 100% permanent cure. However, there are many more beneficial therapies and resources available today than ever before. And so people can learn to thrive in spite of it. And, you know, I just want to encourage people to, to reach out, research the options, what kind of therapy or help might be effective for one person, may not for another. So talk with others, find out what might have worked for them, talk with people, do the research, and reach out because there is help. And I have to say, too, that especially with the Lord, He doesn't promise to take away pain and erase trauma from our lives, but He does promise to be with us in it and to walk with us through it. So I know, at least in our family and in my husband's life, the fact that he came to know the Lord over, uh, years ago has really been a help to him as he lives day to day. I think it's very important just to accept what's going on because I know that I have I do have PTSD. I actually have complex PTSD. Mm -hmm. But then when you accept whatever circumstance, as long as you trust God and it doesn't scare you, mm -hmm. and you learn to accept it. And I think that you can do that, at least I did, by forgiving mm -hmm. others and forgiving myself. And when I was able to do that, I was able to accept whatever was going on. And I actually started viewing it a little bit different. It wasn't that, oh, that's not nice. I was destined to suffer. I started thinking of it in terms of suffering is necessary for growth. So everything is a learning experience. And if you really think about it, how everyone in the world is suffering in so many different ways, you're just grateful for where you are. Yeah, and that's, that's a beautiful outlook, and I know you didn't arrive that instantaneously. And forgiveness and acceptance and all that is an ongoing process, and you have to keep revisiting that. It doesn't come once and you're done, as you know, and growth is never done either. It would be nice if the Lord said, okay, you're done, you've arrived, you could just relax now. With him, nothing is wasted, and... And that's what I hear you saying. That's just the beauty of it. Everybody has some kind of a challenge. And to not run from it, not numb ourselves, but to, to face it and, and work it through and get the help and support we need and see the beautiful things that eventually start coming out of it. Because beautiful things do come out of everything. God has a way to turn any tragedy into a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I actually saw a Facebook post today. It was very beautiful. And he was telling a story about how Jesus chose to go in a boat, and this is God that made the world. And he could have just walked on water. That would have been really cool. But he wanted to use this person's boat. He wanted to work through us. 
and it's just a matter of us accepting him and letting him work through us because he has a different plan in a very special way for many of us. And we think we can see it all, but we only are seeing a teeny, teeny piece of what he's doing and what he's got in store. I don't think we're supposed to understand it. That perfects the purpose of having faith. <laughs> right. But and he loves our faith. That is what connects us with him. And that's, that's what he really treasures in us. That's our treasure. Yes, and thank God for that. Yes. I don't know, Bobby. Uh, how did you go? Did you have much faith before you met me? You know what? That's a very good question. Uh, you know what? You kind of guided me into that. See, I'm from coming from Bulgaria, where exactly religion, socialistic time, and communism time before that, not really very accepted. So I have learned a lot of faith through my wife. So your life is less lonely now that you have faith. Very, Very nice. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the way God kind of designed it. We need each other to encourage each other and build each other up, for sure. And that's a beautiful thing, though I cannot imagine it's, it, how difficult it must be. Some people, I mean, you have to, some people really, really have to have a lot of faith. And you're one of them because you've written three books, not just one book, three best-selling books, because you know a little bit about grief mm -hmm. and loss and divorce as well. And these can be symptoms of PTSD as well. These could be the consequences thereof, which I want to go into this when we get back. So for those that are just tuning in, I'm your host, Amy Carroll, and this is The Cure. Today's show is focusing on how to help our vets after they've helped us. We are joined by Lobby O'Brien, author of Love Our Vets. This is The Cure. I'm Amy Cabo. This is All Time Low by Don Bullion. Please stay with us. Was the night in shining armor in your movie? Put your lips on mine and love the everyday sound I'm a ghost, I call your name, you look right through me You're the reason that I just can't concentrate That I'm at an all-time Prototype like three stacks on that CD. An example of the perfect candidate now. All your girlfriends say that you don't want to see me. 
struggle 24-7 at some level with the fallout of the trauma. It is so true. When I didn't do well, nobody did well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a saying in the book, it says, it takes an exceptional person to love a warrior, especially a warrior whose war will never cease. So whether it's a trauma from a combat or a trauma from something else, that conflict comes back into our homes, and it ends up that the loved ones start seeing symptoms of PTSD also, and I remember the first time I just thought, wow, I'm getting triggered, and I've got the startle response, and I can't sleep, and I'm on full alert, and, and all of a sudden I realized, okay. So the loved ones need that support and that connection with others just as much as the other individual who battles it firsthand. And that's pretty much what the focus of the book Love Our Vets is. It's for the loved ones and to help them, encourage them, offer some practical tips and, um, and also the support network to help people connect online or locally with, with others who get it. Because as you know, Amy, it's a, it's a world of challenges that people don't really understand unless, unless they're living in it. So we want to and and it's so true because the person suffering with PTSD seems so troubled and everybody seems to focus on that that person and they don't realize it can be just as difficult on the caretaker kind of like it's important to also heal the healers I I yeah definitely and it's it's interesting just my observation is a good amount of people who end up in the support roles are loving, giving people and can be more prone to burnout because they feel a little bit guilty or just not tuning into their own needs, especially if they're people of faith. You know, sometimes it's drummed into us to give and serve and give and give and give and don't be selfish and and those are good things to do, but we're also supposed to stay tuned to what we need so we can have that love to give and get the rest we need and the nutrition and the sleep and all those things so we can better support those around us. So when when we feel that we are burnouts, what you're trying to say is take time for ourselves. Yes, without and, feeling guilty. <laughs> and, and take care of ourselves as well. And supposedly yeah. it gets to a point that we, the person is feeling the exact same symptoms as a PTSD person, and if it's depression, this caretaker is not able to take care of themselves. In that case, how can uh, the communities or people around them help? Right. So taking care of ourselves as we love is a really good principle for any of us, and I think it's important for ministry leaders, too, and anybody who is kind of in a in a role where they are giving and there's a lot of outpouring and we need to take the time to just feed on the Lord and on His Word and replenish ourselves in all all areas of our lives. Well, I believe that giving is part of doing the right thing and it's when you're continuously doing the right thing that you get a chance to shine. Otherwise, you just lead to your spiritual demise and... Um, it, it just it doesn't it, it goes nowhere 
I mean, really, that's the whole idea, is to grow in a relationship with God and um, and reach a place where you ha- you're at peace. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you feel that you're at peace, then you're, you feel blessed. And if you feel blessed, you're so grateful that you're, there's nothing that you need. It's, it's a wonderful place. And I've only seen that evident in people that have God in their life. Yeah. And it's so amazing how he takes our brokenness and our wounds and our weakness, and he actually loves to use broken people way more than, I think, um, proud people who say, I don't need God. And it's he takes us, he uses us, and he gives us a purpose. And that's just, uh, never ceases to amaze me that we have a purpose, and it's, it is fulfilling, like you say. It's not easy, but it's it's worth it. It's funny you should say that, because if you were my Facebook friend, I'd repost it. You'd, I'd repost it to you. Somebody was just talking about that this morning, that mm-hmm. how he wants to take the weak people and the broken people and the people that are not that don't think they're good. And those are the people that he likes to use. It's that mm-hmm. board analogy. It was a great post, but I get it. I understand what you're saying. Now, your book is not a religious book. Both you and your husband, though, are a people of faith. And so have you found that Christianity makes a difference in the lives of those that are battling with PTSD? Uh, personally, yes. Uh, and I do say in the book that faith and love are key. And I say faith is bringing connection with God and love bringing connection with others. That God never promised to take away pain or to navigate us away from all our time or to erase our trauma. But, yes, from my experience of having a personal relationship with the Lord, it does make a difference. And I, I see that in those around me, too. He offers his much-needed presence in the pain, there's the peace that you mentioned earlier. There's power in the struggles. Everybody has struggles. There are the promises we can cling to, that forward promises of a solid hope, perspective, and purpose. And, and it's even more of a blessing, I know, as you've discovered, when you can share that faith and pray together with the one you love. And I also want to say that Trauma and its aftermath can really make a person feel alone. And so healing begins when we realize we're not alone. Jesus knew all about trauma. And so walking with him through the challenges has truly been a life for me, for my husband, and for many others I know. So I like to claim the promise from Romans 8:28. We can rest that he causes all things to work together for our good in his glory, even the hard times, even when it absolutely makes no sense at the moment and when it hurts like crazy. So I do. I want to encourage anybody who may not have a relationship with the Lord to just reach out in faith and, and get a Bible and start reading and connect with others and, and just take that step and to see what happens. You've got nothing to lose. I guess that's what they say, do everything for the glory of God. 
because, because in everything that you do for the glory of God is glorious. Mm. Yeah. But, but for, for those that are just tuning in, I'm your host, Amy Cabo, and this is The Cure. Remember, you can listen to us live on Facebook, Love for God is a Cure, or on our app, The Cure. All shows shortly after become a podcast. And please subscribe to our podcast link below or by going to amycabo.podbean.com. After this song, we'll be talking with Bobby O'Brien about how to find ways to help our vets. This is Week by AJR. No thank you is what I should have said. I should be in bed. But temptations... Of trouble on my tongue, troubles yet to come. Who's it? Bad for me. Who's it? Bad for me. Who's Bad for me. But I give in so easily, and no thank you. It's how it should go. I should stay strong.
Love is the answer, God is the cure, reveals from a very sincere and honest position Amy Cabo's life, a warrior who didn't give up and achieved the dream of her life. You can get to know more about her and her story on www.godisthecure.com or buying her book on Amazon.com. If you suffer from persistent depression, call Neurosciences Medical Clinic to schedule a free consultation for new effective FDA-approved treatments such as intranasal ketamine or Neurostar TMS, a no-medication treatment. Neurosciences Medical Clinic. Call now, 786-600-7005. Neurosciences Medical Clinic, 786-600-7005, 786-600-7005. And now we continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure on 880 The Biz. We're back, and thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, and this is The Cure. You can listen every Friday at 2 p.m. on your radio, but for now we're live streaming on Facebook and the Cure app for Apple devices. We are joined by Wolby O'Brien, and we're talking about helping our vets. Wolby, your book is divided into three parts, Reaffirm, Replenish, and Reflect. And I'd like to talk a little bit about how your book is set up. But first, I wanted to ask you a curious question. Uh-huh. You mentioned about patriotic holidays, the 4th of July and Veterans Day. How does that, how does that affect those with PTSD? Um, everybody's different, but basically anything that stirs up a person's trauma can trigger them back into survival mode. So for some, they love those holidays and others it's just a total nightmare. I know that around 4th of July, a lot of veterans get really heightened alert, and it usually goes on for about a week or two, and especially loud booms and fireworks and noises and crowds, and those things can really trigger their bright lights, sending them right back into the battlefield. I know that there was a patriotic event here locally not too long ago honoring Vietnam veterans and unfortunately some of them were severely triggered when they uh, surprised everyone and flew a Huey helicopter right into the middle of the stadium and um, that was in my opinion maybe not that great of an idea (laughs) but um, it's just good for veterans and their loved ones and, and anybody with PTSD from whatever their trauma might be, to be aware ahead of time about what their potential triggers are and to make make plans to avoid those areas or those times or those events and to just kind of have that good love and support around you at that time. And but also, uh, that is true, but maybe those holidays also help them in some way because it's celebrating their sacrifices, our veterans' sacrifices, and, and it's also maybe helpful in that way? Absolutely. It's kind of a, a two-edged sword or coin of everyone to look at it. They do definitely, as far as most of them, just really appreciate being appreciated, especially the Vietnam-era veterans who were so 
misunderstood and, and mistreated when they returned home. They, they're they kind of really appreciating the fact that they're honored and respected. And um, So it is definitely a time to convey our gratitude and respect and honor to all who have served. And that other side is just that there may be some of them that are disturbing to them, just depending on right. what Right, we were talking about the ones that get triggered. And so for yeah. those that get triggered, let's say they're in a group of people, uh, whoever's flying that helicopter does not know that there's veterans that have triggers. And in that case, there's really no way to avoid it. Now, if it's possible to trigger a brain that way, uh, or, or to cause such trauma where somebody could be triggered by this, could you somehow uh, brainwash a person to undo the trigger, undo the trauma, in the case that they cannot, they cannot avoid these situations? Well, I think knowing if they can stay aware of, oh, that's what it is, and yes, I'm feeling triggered right now. And I don't have to react this way. And uh, I'm stronger than this, right? Recognizing what it is sometimes is very freeing. Oh, okay, that's a trigger. This is the PTSD. I I know why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. That can be really reassuring. But sometimes when you're just kicked right into that survival mode, you're not able to recognize that at the moment. So that's where getting good help and having some good tools under your belt to to help you in those times is, uh, can be beneficial. So the truth will set you free, which is actually scriptural. I found that out. I just thought it was a good saying that everybody said. But, yeah. Yeah. but so that even though PTSD it cannot be cured, you can learn to live with it. Just like some people learn to live with having pain daily. And yeah. it, it's, um, and, and you can, can also learn to control it because if you have God, right, nothing's supposed to be impossible. So there's no such thing as this is who I am and I can't help it. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's nobody's fault. And that's kind of nice to remember, too. I, I want to encourage people, too, to go to our website if they can. We have a ton of resources. It's um, www.loveourvets.org. So there are a lot of resources there and links to organizations and all sorts of things, not only for those who struggle with PTSD, but for the loved ones, too. Well, just anybody who suffers from any trauma, because like you said, any trauma can give you PTSD. It doesn't have, you don't have to be a vet. Just any trauma. And the trauma could be a hurricane. It could be any trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. So uh, PTSD can happen to anyone, and that's, that's an important thing to educate people to know. And maybe some people don't want to come to terms with it because of the stigma attached to PTSD. And is there anything that others can do to help change that and help those with PTSD so that we can come to, de- to deal with it and have better and be able to take care of ourselves better and each other? Yeah, and I, I think it's maybe starting to improve, but for many people, just learning more about PTSD or getting to know someone who struggles with it can make a difference. And um, again, our, our website, loveourvets.org, has a lot of helpful information explaining it and um, other things that you can share with others. And another tool that we have, which people are just 
loving is a little five by seven card and we also have it as a graphic that's floating around social media too it's called ptsd basics and it's just a, a explanation summary of what it is what it isn't what it looks like and how the do's and don'ts of things we can do to help people and the things to not do and so we, we give those cards out for free if anybody wants to contact us or, or find that graphic, so the PTSD basics. And so basically just listen, learn all you can, discover what resources are available locally and online, and to just encourage people to get the support and help they need and, and to affirm them. Because one of the things that I say, that we say, I think I end the book with this, is remember that with PTSD, Every day is a victory. Mm-hmm. So, PTSD survivors are pretty amazing. Nice. Yes, again, your website is www.loverbeds.org and also on Facebook, about 40,000 on Facebook. So, I, I, it's a great, big support group. And your book is, is extremely helpful, by the way. If you could just go into what you mean by the three parts that is important in the healing process, or at least learning to live with this, is reaffirm, replenish, and reflect. Well, my style of reading is kind of like, I just can't sit still well enough to read a book from the beginning to the end. So I have organized actually all three books in sort of a, a question-answer section type of reference. So you can look at it and find the area that you need at the time you need it. And so the first section I call reaffirm our questions, and that's over 60 questions and answers that are unique to the loved ones of those with PTSD. I had done a lot of journaling when I had gone through my own counseling, and so a lot of the notes I think that I have learned questions that I picked up from those in the support groups that I've started in, um, the loved ones that I've been learning from. And so the second section is called Replenish Our Needs, and that's all about self-care. And that's kind of a checklist format. And so those are some areas that we can see where we maybe need some improvement. And the third section is Reflect Our Wisdom. And that's kind of a treasure chest of advice, helpful quotes, encouraging words and testimonials from others who also love someone with PTSD. Nice. And so this is actually them putting their life into work. Because like you said, everybody's different. Every PTSD is different. And every symptom is different. You. So, but the way that we can help each other is all the same, and it just all starts with unconditional love. Everything else falls into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get that unconditional love because God started it. He <laughs> <laughs> really was a great example, I tell you. Yeah, I remember when my husband and I were dating, and we had been dating for about a year and a half, and... Uh, I did all the PTSD research I could get my hands on back then, which wasn't much, but we had a lot of people praying for us, and we really, we both come from failed marriages, and we really wanted to do this one right, and I remember the moment when I just said, Lord, I need 
I need a sign, I need something to show me whether or not to go ahead, because I really want to go ahead. <laughs> and the impression that came to me was, well, we go love him with my love, there will always be enough. And I remember that you now all these years, it just, it's his love that flows through us, and that's, that's our cure and that's our hope. That's, that's funny that you turned to God for your man, because so did I. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I did. I asked for a sign. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, it happens when you've been, I guess, let down a lot. When you've been disappointed and betrayed and you just don't know anymore whether you can trust yourself. Even right. even at that point. <laughs> so, all right, God, your turn. I have another choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Well, what do you believe, Bobby? Oh, yeah, I like that love. <laughs> it is a lot. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm trying to, see? Uh-huh. There is a lot of it. So, it's a lot for everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny you were talking about the support systems, and I I went through a lot in life, so I did develop PTSD, and, uh, you know, nobody really thought about Bobby, and that's why I think the first time people could appreciate the role that he played is when I first wrote my book, and it isn't an easy role to play. It isn't easy for the person that loves you, because if you think... If you're suffering from PTSD and you're suffering, you think those around you or your children don't feel it. They don't know that you're depressed. They know it. They feel it. Mm-hmm. They all suffer. And I think that God, I feel very blessed that God has given me such a resilient family. Because well, <laughs> truly amazing. a blessing. It's amazing that we've made it. <laughs> Well, the thing is that it's true. PTSD doesn't affect only the person that suffers from PTSD. Affects a lot of the family around him or her. And uh, when therapeutic intervention needs to be done, needs to be a lot of the doctors forget about the family, or the psychologists or the psychiatrists or counselors because they are more concentrated on the person suffering from PTSD. But it is in many cases the family that is suffering too with their loved one because they feel their pain mm-hmm. and um, it's always better to combine everybody in the process in the healing process yeah the, the good thing is that if you do love your family and you come to the realization that the way that you feel affects others then you can learn to be at least I did I learned to not feel bad for the sake of others and you know that really that really helped me so if, if you want to, I mean, mothers do it all the time. We make ourselves strong when we don't feel strong for the sake of our kids. So that's kind of like we can come in for ourselves that way too. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we agree too. Everybody agrees. <laughs> and, I, and tell me about your national support group for the loved ones with PTSD. How can we get people connected uh, with PTSD family support groups besides going to your website? Yeah, so loveourvets.org. And there's a couple of options. We have tried to maintain a list, the, the support network page of 
online groups, uh, most of them are closed and private. So you can join a support group online and be with people who are learning and growing and supportive and understand your journey and learn from reading what other people are going through and what helps them. So we have some options listed there. And also, we're really hoping that more local support groups will pop up. Um, those are harder to get going, but we try to maintain a, a current list of local support groups there also. So just knowing that we're not alone and we have hope, because that's the thing I hear the most. People come to us and say, wow, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was the only one. I thought there was no hope, and, and now we find that I'm not alone and get connected, and it's just such a joy hey, to be there. If that was a good idea, there'd, there'd only be Adam. What was that? <laughs> if, I, if being alone was a good idea, there'd only be Adam. There wouldn't have been me. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> well... Well, B, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. You really are an example of unconditional love because, I mean, Boris can be the first one to tell you it's not easy living with someone with PTSD. But, you know, he also can tell you it's well worth it. That's true. I concur. Then we've come to the end of the show again, guys. It was a pleasure to share this with all our listeners. A big thank you to you all. And our special guest will be O'Brien, co-host Boris, and the great, great Wanda. Again, thank you, Wilby, for your participation. Thank you, Amy and Boris, and God bless you. Thank you. You For more information on Wilby O'Brien, can be found at amycabo.com or guysecure.com. Under guests, please check it out and get her book, Love Our Best, where books are sold. I'm your host, Jenny Cow. This has been The Cure. Thanks for listening. Please go to amycow.com for previous shows. Until the next time, I'm leaving you with Lovely by Billy Elish and Khalid. Co-host Boris and the great, great Wanda. Again, thank you it's all for your participation. Thank you, Amy and Boris, and God bless you. Thank you. You too. For more information on Wilby O'Brien, can be found at amycabo.com or
violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. The issue is not stay there, but to overcome all obstacles and show that with the love of God, your husband, and your family, you can succeed. Love is the answer, God is the cure, reveals from a very sincere and honest position, Amy Cabo's life, a warrior who didn't give up and achieved the dream of her life. You can get to know more about her and her story on www.godisthecure.com or buying her book on Amazon.com. If you suffer from persistent depression, call Neuroscience's Medical Clinic to schedule a free consultation for new effective FDA-approved treatments such as intranasal ketamine or Neurostar TMS, a no-medication treatment. Neuroscience's Medical Clinic. Call now, 786-600-7005. Neuroscience's Medical Clinic, 786-600-7005, 786-600-7005. The Cure with Amy Cabo was brought to you by IMIC Research, 786-310-7477 or www.godisthecure.com. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. for The Cure with Amy Cabo right here on 880 The Biz. Are you looking for an office space? Cruiseport Executive Offices has the best option for you. 1-844-633-8464. Find your spot, whether a dedicated desk or a private office at Cruiseport Executive Offices. Do you need an office space in sunny Fort Lauderdale? Get a tour and see the best place to work and connect in town. Get a free month at Cruiseport Executive Offices. Call one 844 